Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well beloved spouse, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> the greatest event in the history of the world was the Incarnation. That was when the Son of God became man while remaining God. We are at the fourth and last Sunday of Advent. It's good to contemplate this mystery once again. I'll quote here Pope St. Leo the Great speaking on this mystery. He says, The divine nature and the nature of a servant were united in one person, so that the creator of time might be born in time. And he through whom all things were made might be brought forth in their midst. <clears throat> we will never be able to fully appreciate, to understand and grasp the, the complete beauty and truth, the depth, greatness of this mystery of the Incarnation. The eternal God, creator of all things, humbles himself, takes the nature of a creature, man, in order to redeem him from his sin of rebellion against his creator, and to restore him to a share in God's own life of grace, which was lost by the sin of Adam. St. Irenaeus, second century bishop of Lyon, which is modern-day France, says this so beautifully of Jesus. He it was who took on the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin and rid the flesh of sin. He wanted to invite man to take on his likeness, establishing man in a way of life in obedience to the Father that would lead to the vision of God. Jesus came to do the Father's will, and we are not able to do the Father's will, would not be able to have done the Father's will, had not Jesus come. The Incarnation is also called the fullness of time, because it was then at our Lord's coming, our Lady's yes, at the Incarnation <coughs> to the Archangel Gabriel, that all the prophecies of the Old Testament about the Messiah were fulfilled. And <clears throat> this leads us into today's introit, the entrance antiphon for the Mass. I'll read the English translation. Drop down dew, you heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain the just. Let the earth be opened and but forth a Savior. And then our offertory prayer, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Yes, <clears throat> today in the Liturgy of the Hours, St. Bernard has a beautiful commentary on the angel Gabriel, his message to Mary, 
greeting her as the one full of grace, announcing to her that she will be the mother of this the Son of God in the line of King David, who will rule on David's throne forever. The prophecy made a thousand years before Christ to King David by his prophet Nathan. St. Bernard commenting on this gospel scene described by St. Luke says this, <clears throat> addressing his words to Mary. Okay. The price of our salvation is offered to you, Mary. We shall be set free at once if you consent. Tearful Adam, with his sorrowing family, begs this of you, O loving virgin. Abraham begs it. David begs it. All the other patriarchs, your ancestors, ask it of you. This is what the whole earth waits for. For on your word depends comfort for the wretched, ransom for the captive, freedom for the condemned, indeed salvation for all the sons of Adam, the whole of your race. Answer quickly, O virgin. Reply in haste to the angel. Answer with a word. Receive the word of God. Speak your own word. Conceive the divine word. Breathe a passing word. Embrace the eternal word. Yes, we know that Mary heard that prayer, you would say. She responded with her fiat, let it be done to me as you say. And Mary is our model in faith. Jesus didn't have faith. Jesus was God. Mary is our supreme model in faith. In the Old Testament, it was Abraham, his faith. In the New Testament, it is the Blessed Virgin Mary. And <clears throat> Mary gives us a perfect model of a response to God and his revelation. It is obedience in faith. Mary obeyed in faith, not just sometimes, but always, she being full of grace. And Mary is the pattern for our response to God's revelation to us, to God's greatest gift, the sending of his Son, obedience and faith. And I'll end here by quoting still another saint. I love to quote the saints because they can say, say things much better than I. St. Ambrose, 4th century Bishop of Milan, the bishop who was preaching, helped to convert one of the greatest sinners who became one of the greatest saints. He baptized him, a fellow named Augustine. St. Ambrose says this, Christ has only one mother in the flesh, but we all bring forth Christ in faith. A soul that believes both conceives and brings forth the Word of God. Every soul receives the Word of God if only it keeps chaste, remaining pure and free from sin, its modesty undefiled. The soul that succeeds in this proclaims the greatness of the Lord, just as Mary's soul magnifies the Lord and her spirit rejoiced in God, her Savior. Let us Ask the Blessed Virgin Mary for her prayers that we may conceive Jesus in faith, bring him forth to birth by a life of holiness, 
and therefore generate that life of Jesus in others. Let us especially bring that joy of Christ to others as we await these next few days to celebrate the glorious birth of our Lord, our King, and our Savior. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.